Hey there, everyone. It's Camber here with the Yo Chrono. I am here today with Cody Marine, 28-year-old digital media strategy analyst up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So another Philly friend. Um, we were actually connected through a recent interviewee that you might remember with Danielle Silverman. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about how you guys know each other. But Cody, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm pumped to have you. And as always, I do like to share how we were connected to each interview. So how do you and Danielle know each other? So Danielle is married to one of my really close friends, Dan, who I actually met in 2017 in Israel on the plane. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Well, Dan's also yeah. amazing. So I'm, that's such a cool roundabout story. We'll have to talk about that too. I've been to Israel as well and it's an amazing experience. We'll talk about that offline. Um, but, but first tell us a little bit about you. So to give us a brief background, who you are, where you're from originally, um, and what led you to Philadelphia and where you are today? Sure. So, um, my name is Dakota, but I go by Cody and I'm from the suburbs of Philadelphia. Um, like Camber said, I'm 28 and, um, I started school at Indiana university in Bloomington, Indiana, and I was there for a year and some change. And after being there for about a year, I was studying Jewish studies and I was kind of just lost. Um, and I would come home over the summers and interned at different nonprofits in Philadelphia. And I was just like, I love this city, it's time to get back. So I transferred to Temple University and I completed my undergraduate career uh, with a major in Jewish studies and a minor in organizational leadership. And I quickly realized that you know, it was really broad and I wasn't really sure like really what I wanted to do with that. Uh, so I worked as a marketing professional at a nonprofit organization that was local to Philly, which is how I met Dan. Um, and then I completed a master's of communications management in 2019 through also through Temple University. And that was kind of like my first taste of like, let's go, I'm ready to jump off. Like I'm ready for the next thing. Um, so I transitioned into a role in healthcare at the Center for Healthcare Innovation at Penn Medicine. And I started that 10 days before the pandemic started. So that was a fun introduction to a new field. <laughs> <laughs> and in that role, I did a lot of like communication strategy and social media, but it was more focused around healthcare, which was new to me. And then as always, I always need something to be challenged more. And so that led me to wanting um, to look for a new career or I'm sorry, a new job, just because I felt as though I was kind of like status quo in my role. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to be starting in a week as the digital media strategy analyst at a company called Health Union. And they bring um, individuals that have chronic conditions such as like MS or something of the sort in these online communities to talk, to communicate, you know, if they're like struggling or suffering, like other people have probably gone through it maybe just people not in their local communities. So in that role, I'm gonna be doing a lot of media strategy um, and just working on a team of like automation and data analysis. Um, and also I'm starting social work school tomorrow. So I will be Ooh. doing that at the same time, really passionate about mental health and a lot of good things are coming. So I'm excited. Yeah, well, thank you for soft Cody for that really great concise overview. Um, it's always really fascinating for me. And one of the reasons I started Yoprono to find the different parallels and connections between everyone's paths. So, you know, obviously there's this common kind of core theme with your path, but I love that, you know, you made the jump 
And, you know, from Jewish studies to now working for, you know, a healthcare company and social work, I'm sure if, if we even like dug in deeper, we would find a lot of similarities. So I always just am really fascinated in that. So thanks for sharing all of that. Now let's pause really quickly and talk about just the marketing field in general, the digital media world. I mean, it's super broad. So for people who are listening to this or watching this interview, who might be interested in either making the switch or maybe they're college students, college age, and they are ready to start their career. What would you tell them about this specific industry? What should they look out for? What might they like? What might they not know about it? You know, however you want to answer that and however you want to tackle that. Sure. So exactly what you would just said, I would echo that marketing is very broad. And I think that that can be both overwhelming. It can be both a blessing and a curse for me at first, you know, when I completed my Master of Science in Communications Management, I was like, oh, this is so great. I can work in communications. There are so many industries. Every industry uses communications. And I quickly found that, like, if you're trying to network with somebody or communicate with somebody and they say, how can I help you? And you're like, oh, I'm looking for a role in communications. They're like, well, that's too broad. You know, you need to narrow it down. So what I would suggest is if, you know, people are interested in getting into the marketing field, like don't be afraid to go broad at first. And as you experience that, you know, maybe you're going to work in social media or maybe you're going to do some sort of like tech startup, you're going to work in a nonprofit or in higher education. Those are just a lot of industries that have a focal point in marketing. Um, try it out. See if it's right for you. You might like what you're doing. You just might not love the industry, which is how I was. I loved working in marketing. I'm love to talk. I'm a very communicative person. And so I knew that I wanted to do something where I was like talking with people and interacting with people and using technology as a way to tell a story. And that sort of became my niche. And then when I understood that that was what I was good at and what I was excited about doing, I then was able to kind of channel that more into a search that allowed me to say, okay, well, these are the skills that I have and um, here's how I can transition them and, you know, use them in these different industries. So um, like you did mention, you know, every sort of thing has a tie that brings it together. I mean, the general idea is the way that I kind of look at my marketing world is like every industry communicates and every position uses some sort of communication to get from point A to point B. And I'm a problem solver. So I like how people get from point A to point B, which is kind of where the social work pulls in, but just focusing on the marketing, it's like, you have to figure out what you are passionate about. That's my biggest advice is that you can be in a role and you could be doing what you think you're good at or what you think you know, and that's great. But ultimately, as much as you want the job to work for you, you also want to like enjoy what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So because marketing is so broad, it can be overwhelming. But I also think that it's great because when you get to try, you know, 10 different things out of the 10 things, you might really be interested in two or three. Right. And in my new role, you know, I was, I was doing a lot of copywriting and social media and like creative writing. And I loved that, but I did that for about four years and I was like, okay, I'm ready for something new. And so in this new role, doing more of like marketing and media strategy and kind of analyzing how data works and what works and why it works is something that I was like, I'm ready for this new challenge. I'm ready for something, you know, to be exciting. And I think that like, as you become an expert in one component, mm -hmm. you realize how it can translate to another component and then you just go from there. Right. Absolutely.
absolutely. I love that you are saying that because, well, one, it's important to try a lot of things in any field that you're in. It doesn't need to be just marketing, but having the knowledge and kind of the understanding that you're 28 right now. It's like, you didn't just figure this out straight after college. You had to take some years to figure this out. And that's the part that I, that's the message I really want to get across and try to communicate with young professionals who are earlier on in, the, in their career, because it's okay to not know right away. You might have to try some things first and with an industry as broad as marketing, you've got to try it out. So I think that's yeah. very important to mention. So thank you for that. I um, also just say that I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> yes. I mean, aren't we all? <laughs> um, tell us, Cody, now about a hardship that you have experienced in your young professional career and what you've learned from that. Sure. So, you know, I would say that when I started my job at Penn, I was so excited. I don't know who's local to Philadelphia, but like working at Penn, which is the biggest hospital in um, the Philadelphia region was like my dream. Um, and I was so excited for this opportunity and I was so excited to try new things and to be challenged. And I quickly found that while Penn is incredible, um, they're kind of set in their ways. And so here I was, you know, this 27, 28 year old um, trying to come in with like a different perspective, didn't have a background in healthcare. I had like a creative mindset. I was always asking questions. Like I felt as though my presence was kind of just like one small component, if that makes sense. Like I wasn't given an opportunity to really share my voice. And as somebody who's very extroverted and works in marketing, like you would think that, you know, you're hired for a reason, you're given this opportunity. Um, and it was a real challenge. And I think especially during the pandemic, it really showed like resilience and perseverance and like, how do you get up every day and continue to work when you feel as though you're not really making a difference. Um, and I think that you know, unfortunately or fortunately, at the time when I was kind of given a bit of an ultimatum of whether I would stay at Penn or look for an opportunity, it was very scary. Mm -hmm. You know, I had been there for a year and a half. Here I was thinking that I would do like my tenure here. It's a career. Right. Um, and so, you know, I just said like, okay, I can either let this hinder me or I can use this as an opportunity to find something new where my voice can be heard, where I can showcase my skills, where I can bring myself to the table and actually lean in. Um, and that really allowed me to like, just, I took a step back and I thought, okay, like this is challenging to anyone that quote unquote is losing a job or potentially gets fired. Like that sucks. Um, but the reality is, is that there's a reason why it's happening to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm so beyond excited for my new role to start. And I feel as though, like, even just in the interview, you know, the people that are on my team and my manager, they're just incredibly supportive. And I felt that even through a camera screen or a computer screen. Um, and I think that, like, you can let hardships, you know, take over your life. i tend to do that. I have done that before in the past, but what I've learned is that like you have something to bring to the table. And so it's important to not forget that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's incredibly important again, for whatever field you're in, because yeah. young professionals have a lot to offer, but sometimes we're not given that chance necessarily because we're maybe huh. too low on that wheel, you know, the cog on the wheel or whatever. But, um, but I think that's a great Point. And thank you for sharing that because I know that's not easy to share your hardships sometimes. Um, 
just mindful of time, the last couple of questions I want to ask you um, kind of involve outside of the office. So things, okay. that, you know, we talked a lot about what you do inside the office. So first, tell us about how you are going to balance your new social work degree. I mean, what are you going to be doing? Is yeah. your role, is your marketing role going to be solely in, you know, remote? Like how do you, how are you going to balance that? Sure. So my marketing role will be in the office three days a week and at home two days a week. The office is thankfully like a 10 minute walk from my apartment. Right. So it's not hard. Um, and then social work school will be twice a week for an hour and a half. And I'll be taking two different classes per semester. So I'm doing it part time. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, like I applied for social work school when I felt so lost in what I was doing and unmotivated. I have a feeling, I'm not going to make any assumptions, but knowing myself, I have a feeling that once I start this new role, I might feel motivated and like so excited and just feel as though like this might be my path. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that I'll finish social work work school. I mean, mental health has always been something that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. And I felt during the pandemic, it was like, here's my opportunity to actually do this. But I think it also really depends on the environment that you're in and my environment at work I have a feeling will be really great. So I don't know that I'll last more than a year. And I think that that's like, an, it's okay. You know, it's okay yeah. to not finish what you start because something else takes precedence. Right. I think that's really important to say because we're just in a society that does not accept that normally, but I think we're getting there. And yeah. I think that's amazing. So good for you. And also for acknowledging that. Tell us a little bit about your life outside of the office, because that's very important as a young professional. What do you like to do for fun? What brings you joy when you're not working? Sure. So um, I actually bought an apartment in June of 2021, which was a really big deal for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I mentioned, I'm from the suburbs of Philly and I've been living in the city for the last like six and a half years. And when COVID hit, I just was like living in a cramped studio apartment. And I was like, it's time. Like Mm -hmm. I have like the means I'm ready to do it. I'm so excited. So I moved here in like middle of June and I've made it very like conducive to my life and working from home, which is like, it's, it's amazing when you live in a place that you like love coming home to. Yeah. Um, so for me, like I love to cook and bake. I'm not a great baker, but I like to experiment with like weird, yeah. like healthy baking things that my friends always make fun of me, but I'm the ones that will bring like, you know, like oat balls to like a bachelor. Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, gross. Can you please leave? Um, <laughs> I love taking walks around Philly. I think that really during the pandemic, like I started taking walks everywhere. And if you're not familiar with Philly, it's a pretty small city, but there are so many little like areas within Philly that you can go to. And so I've been able to explore so many new areas, which is just like the highlight of my day. Every day it's just taking a walk and going somewhere new. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else do I like to do? I'm just looking, trying to find my apartment. Oh, I'm trying to become a plant mom. So that's That's very important for us millennials. We need to have, I have a little plant that I take care of. Um, so far it's still alive. So that's good. Um, well, that's great. I think it's so important to to have those kind of hobbies because you need something that is external to work. Otherwise, I mean, if you're the kind of person like me, which I think a lot of us are these like overachievers, you know, especially people who are listening to this podcast, because you know, you're trying to take that next step in your professional development. So I'm guessing a lot of us probably feel this way. You feel like you have to do everything and it sometimes you can burn out easily without these extra hobbies and other activities. So I'm in full support. 
Um, and just to wrap things up, something that I think is really important and very relevant right now, just with the, the day and age that we are living in in these crazy times, what is something that you personally need as a young professional to succeed in the workplace? I think for me, it's knowing like kind of what you just talked about. It's that knowing that like there's a difference between work and life. Like, I think that in America, and I'm sure that you would probably agree, is that, like, we live to work. And outside of America, people work to live. Mm -hmm. And I think I said that right. Um, (laughs) And I think that it's even harder, you know, when you're working remote, because you're in your place that you're living. And so for me, it's very important to, like, when the clock hits 5 or 5.30 or 6, depending on what I'm working with, like, I you know, shut my computer off, like a mind on the day, whether it's with like a candle or a walk or something like, like the division between the two is very important for me. I'm a very passionate person and that passion goes, you know, into my work and it goes into my personal life. And like, when you kind of mesh the two, it's very hard to see that divide. Right. Oh, you muted. Oh no. There we go. That's okay. Right. <laughs> Keep going. The priorities are, you know, more than just work. Nine to five is important, but like your self care and your mental health, they're just, if not more important. Cause if you don't have either of those intact, then like it's going to be very hard to continue to be motivated to work every single day. Absolutely. I think that is such a good way to end the interview, Cody, because it's something that I have had to like preach to myself for a few years now because. I have these really wonderful pieces of advice that are shared with me from these young professionals. And so my theory is if I'm not doing what I'm telling other people to do through these stories, then there's kind of a disconnect. So I think that's a really great way to end the interview. Thank you for sharing your experience with us. Good luck with, you know, the the next two big kind of chapters in your life. And as I tell all of my interviewees, I'm really excited to stay connected with you. Yeah, I so much appreciate being given this opportunity and um, it was great to speak with you as well.